you ever thought about starting your own podcast? You know, like what I got? Well, let me tell you. When I was starting out, I had a lot of questions. Didn't know how to answer them. Didn't know where to start. How do I start a podcast? How do I get off the ground? How do I record my episodes? How do I get them on the major platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and other places? Well, the answer to all of those is one thing. Anchor FM. Anchor FM is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. Free 99. You cannot beat that. And what's better, it's ridiculously easy. And now Anchor can match you great sponsors too, so you can get paid for your product like more. Let me tell you, when I started out, I'm not even going to say the names of the places that I was trying to have my podcast hosted at. And it was nice, and I thought I was happy for a while. But when I found out about Anchor, 100% free, limited space, the only way you can beat that is if they pay you. And I guess if you do ads, they kind of do. If you always wanted to start a podcast and making money doing it, go to Anchor FM backslash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using anchor that's anchor.fm backslash start can't wait to hear your product what's up yo it's your man miles i'm a dish proud and this is the first of hopefully many episodes of a podcast called Fresh. This is where we coming to you with some different stuff, some blurred culture, and just a lot of things, putting you up on new stuff, anime, comic books, all that stuff, movie trailers and the like. And today I got my homie, my pal, Tony Stank, a.k.a. my man B-Hyphen, from the Obama-approved Hyphen Nation podcast. What's good, man? Hey, what's good, Maps? Nice to finally talk to you. We ain't talking for a few months on actual air. So I know, good. man. Yeah, damn hobby called lives and shit. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it, I'm happy to be here, of course. Um, I, I finally uh, finally actually grabbed a hold of one of the ideas you had. Yeah, so, yeah. So I am here, and I am I am ready. So let's do this podcast called Fresh Thing, man. All right, well, here's the thing, everybody. This is what we're going to do. The idea that we had, and I presented to my man, Kelsey, thought it was cool. We are going to, like, comic books and stuff as far as, like, the whole next Marvel phase. We're going to pitch our own next phase, and we're going to get comic books. We're going to talk about them, break them down. Then if we can, we're going to cast them with people who we think should play the roles and try to act like, you know, just flesh out a little bit of the script, and then, you know, by the end of it, we'll have our whole thing. So this time, we're starting off with one of my favorite comics, written by the great Warren Ellis, Next Wave, Agents of Hate. And I think it's a very slept on. I was trying to tell everybody and telling Kale for a minute. I was like, you need to read this shit. This shit is so good. And finally, my man got around to I I don't know how I missed it, man. Like, like I, it yeah. came out like, what, 05? It yeah, came out yeah. before Civil War, right? Like that's when I was still heavy on collecting, and I completely missed this. Like nobody even in my comic shop was like, "Hey, have you heard of Next Wave?" No, no, they just let me go ahead and buy what I was buying at the time. It was mostly Spider Man stuff or whatever else I was picking up. But nobody said, "Hey, maybe you should check out Next Wave. You look like you like humor and and action and and a bit of absurdity in your comic books. You you look like that kind of guy." No, nobody did me that favor. Well, because nobody told you. me about it. I found it because once I found out that the library at the time by me had books, 
And I mean, the library I had like comic books. I was like, oh, snaps. I was on this just Warren Ellis, just anything that looked like it was cool. Any comic, I was just reading them because they were trade paperbacks. Yeah. And I ran across that. And I'm just like, dog, how come I never heard of this? And I thought it was dope because it got my girl Monica Rambo in it. Yeah. And it's just, and I was like, dog, this is ill. Because before that, I never really seen nothing current with her in it. But just that whole run, yeah. Man. Like I, I think this is actually one of the um, like I was kind of reading the hit, like I, I think you might have posted it, the history of Monica Rambo or something, um, because of course Captain Marvel came out, um, with Carol Danvers, and I was reading like the history of uh, of Monica Rambo, Captain Marvel, and there was a lot of times where she just was doing absolutely nothing, and I think right, Next yeah. Wave kind of brought her back into comics, even though. Next Wave isn't too canon in the actual Marvel Universe. I mean, it, it did bring her back to a, a starring role in a series. So you're 100% correct there. They used the Loki. They've used, they tried to use her a lot. They did, um, what was it, Femme Fatales or something? They had a comic with, with it was a black cat, um, a fire, somebody, some fire chick, fire, Firebird, fire, whatever her name. From New Orleans. Yeah, Firestar, her, and it was her and Spectrum, and they was all living together and fighting crime like some kind of bird to birds prey. To prey yeah. That didn't work out. Um, I, have you read any of, like, um, let me think, she was on the New Avengers team mm-hmm. when it was her, Luke Cage, Superior Spider-Man, um, I forgot old girl who's, like, Mexican Black Panther with the, uh, with the, with the necklace and shit. Oh, um, and she was on that team. White White Tiger? Am I, was White that? Tiger, yeah. And that, that junk was dope because they had her on there. And um, they had this scene I posted a long time ago and it was uh, this girl. This lady was telling her daughter why she needed to get her hair permed. This was so dope because it was a mad conscious uh, section in the comic and she was like, Look, see, you don't want to be running around looking crazy. Look at her. She was like, Look at me, uh, Captain Marvel. She got her hair permed. And she was like, uh, taste, say something, chime in. And she was like, I don't, I don't want no part of this conversation. Right. But it was ill how they, they had her in that. And then have you read um The Ultimates with uh, Black yeah. Panther? She's in there. And like on that one, Black Panther like starts training her because he told her like low key, the fact that you can turn into any energy, if you could use that and you could tra- uh, train you, nobody could fuck with you. I forgot all about that. Was that was that Ultimates 3 when that when they brought that in? Because I, was- I think so, yeah. Yeah, because I was caught up in one and two, and I know I started Ultimates three, but then I think I faded off because, of course, that was closer to Automatum when they mm-hmm. decided to blow everything up. So I don't think I saw that part, but um, I definitely read all the Ultimate stuff up until that part. So of course I ended up missing it. <laughs> oh yeah, because I just found I think that uh, I think it might have been actually a little bit more current because um, I know that's when they get because it's, it's her, Blue Marvel, Captain Marvel, Miss America. And Black Panther, and in that okay. one, they um they went out and they solved problems, and this shit's dope as hell. Like they solved the problem for Galactus, uh-huh. and uh, they figured out that he was fo- he was forever stuck in the second stage of his life. He was supposed to go to the next stage, but he never did it. So they made him evolve into the next stage. It was just dope, and like they ended it after that because they kept rebooting stuff. But um, we getting a long way away from what we're trying to get to. Um, I, I mean, we figured that was going to happen. <laughs> oh, that, that's the plan. I just wanted to be a uh, structured chaos. Um, but I guess basically, um, well, I wanted to start off with um, since we both can tell we've been listen reading comics for a long time. Yeah, I guess for you, sir, uh, what, what was uh, what got you into comics, man? Oh man, what what got me into the actual comic books? Let me let me see. Um, my my earliest memories was um, for some reason I got I think I got. There was another comic book, but it's not coming to me right now. But of all things, Maps, let me tell you that 
I got some comics from the grocery store and it was actually a police academy comic book. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And this was like, it was literally based off of the movies and it was like after Mahoney left. So, you know, the Mahoney yeah. police Academy movie, uh, well, the comic book, it wasn't that great, but somehow from there, that was my, or that's my first memory popped in my head. Somehow from there, I ended up picking up spectacular Spider-Man and on the cover, of the issue has the hobgoblin. And this is the Jason Mason Dale hobgoblin. Like he's, he's, he's above a, a crowd of flames. Spider-Man's in the corner. Sal Buscema's doing the artwork. And so he's doing this weird like landing thing, um, but he looks awesome because I love Sal Buscema's work on Spider-Man. And then Puma is on the other side of the cover. And then along the top of the That's cover. That's old school. You don't hear him no more about Puma. Oh, I know. I know. And then along the top, it was still running. Um, They were running that uh, cast of characters bar, like Spectacular Loose to Have. So you had like Robbie up there and Mary Jane and and um, and uh, J. Jonah Jameson. And on the, I forget what the cover was saying, but Hobgoblin was obviously threatening Spider-Man and Puma. I had no idea who Puma was. I didn't have any idea who, any idea who Hobgoblin was. And the issue was just awesome. Like, I read it, and what it was was uh, Spider-Man and Mary Jane, Peter Parker, were at a party or something. It was like Robbie's um, birthday party or something that his wife had thrown him. And uh, everybody was there, Jay Jonah and everything. And Puma was there too, Thomas Fireheart, and him and Peter knew each other's identities from Amazing Spider-Man and stuff like that from years before. Because Spider-Man like, used to get real. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And out of nowhere, the Hobgoblin shows up and he's trying to kill Robbie. And so Spider-Man and Thomas Fireheart turns into Puma and they square off against Hobgoblin. And it's just a whole bunch of pages of action as these two heroes and I, I thought Puma was a hero at the time. He might have been a hero by then. I know he came in as a bad guy. Right. But they were facing off trying to take down the hobgoblin and try to protect Robbie. And that was it. Like that was that was my gateway right there to comics. And so from there it was just always Spider Man was what I was into and I had my in the early years it was getting what I could get from uh, the grocery stores, you know. And then I found out I had a comic book store 20 minutes away from me, so I would visit that every so often. And I fell out of collecting for a while, ended up coming back around 2000, moved to um, where I'm located now, West Virginia, Morgantown, West Virginia, found out there's a comic book store here, and pretty much was collecting solidly from 2003 up until like 2011. And then I've just been kind of off and on uh, with life changes and everything, but I've never faded away again from not being an avid comic reader i don't make as much time for it but yeah. like it it doesn't matter man like you, you slid me next wave and i finally took the initiative to to actually use my thumb yeah. and read it <laughs> and i was like i was like yo like god i love comic books and next wave is an amazing comic book in itself so the saga continues it's like if you, if you get a, if you get a good comic man it's like a good comic will blow your mind man it's like you were like, if you get yeah. something like Next Wave and stuff like that, you'll read shit that'll make you laugh out loud or chuckle literally like, ha, that shit is crazy. Uh-huh. And it's like, it's that, that's the stuff like for me, like you were saying with Spider-Man, I saw I got into Spider-Man. I used to love Spider-Man. I used to just love how Bessie when McFarlane used to draw him. And it's just how he would always look like he was legitimately struggling all the time. And I used to like, he was the first superhero I would see like, hey, what's going on? I just beat the Punisher. Yeah, now I got to go take these pictures so I can pay bills. Yeah. And I'd be like, dog, this shit is real. This dude had to pay rent. Like, oh, and it taught me, like, in my life, like, dog, that's, 
like, you know, absolute power, you know, responsibility and all that stuff. And I'm like, wow. And that had got me to it in the X-Men. I just remember uh, just a lot. Like I was telling you the other day, I didn't even know when I was little. I couldn't really even read. I didn't know they were all stories that went together. I would just look at the artwork. And I still remember like mm-hmm. the first X-Men comic I had is when um, the one when uh, Psylocke, the original Betsy came back and she got her powers back. We got her real original body and stuff. And then Psylocke oh, was hitting on, yeah. um, hitting on Cyclops. And Gene came in and was like, are you manipulating? I was like, dog, this check is real. I didn't know heroes did this shit. <laughs> and it's just, for me, it was ill because I would be pissed. I go to school, you know, living my life as a kid, having no powers and shit, not knowing how great I had it. And then I would just read comic books and shit. And it would just blow my mind. Like, oh, okay, well, I see this. And this is how it is. And like, I used to tell, I was telling you, and my boy used to sit back and be like, oh man, I can't wait till these movies come out. Who you think gonna do this? And blah, blah, blah. And this is like way before even like the fucking uh, 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 Blade came out. Mm-hmm. Which is most of y'all don't know the first black Marvel yeah. movie and the first technically Marvel movie officially, far as the first waves and all that shit. But yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's just like with this, with next wave, and it's like a lot of good stories and like uh shit. Like, have you ever heard of like the Luna Brothers? The Luna Brothers? Yeah, L U N A. I don't think I have. No. Oh man, yeah, I got some stuff to put you up on. Like even with like, uh, <laughs> even with just Marvel. Um, I know you heard of, uh, the TV show called The Runaways, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I I I need to watch it, man. I I keep saying I I watch it. I I've read the one in Runaways. I've read a lot of the. Oh, I think I read like so some issues or some. Oh yeah. That shit was so good. I'm mad they didn't do more with that. But anyway, so we are gonna get into this shit our next wave. Yeah. One second, right after this break. And we're back. All right. So anyway, man, um, next wave. Um, basically, it's like, as my man Kale said, said it on Instagram, the clumsy X-Men. <laughs> and um, it's it's a team. I was talking about them dying all the time, but yeah, that works it's, too. It's just like they're, they're a fully dysfunctional team, and it's so dope, and I think it would be dope for a movie. Because, A, it can, you can, it can bridge. It could be like the since Deadpool, we already know what's coming in. We can have a bridge between like the shit and the Deadpool. And then with Monica, you can put her into the next stuff. Cause if y'all don't know, she ends up being Captain Marvel. And I think her mother was in the Captain Marvel movie they just had. Yes. So it's like you got her and then we got uh, the, the captain, <laughs> which we don't really know what his real name is. It's just Captain so-and-so. I think it's Captain shit. I'm not sure. Captain fuck. I don't know. <laughs> captain, yo. Yo. Oh man, I, I just read one of the issues today, and I I can't wait to bring it up. But he he might. And the funny thing is, there's like blurbs on the beginning of every episode of every issue where they kind of recap everything. Yeah. At least in my copy that I'm reading, and uh, and they're always calling him the hero of the series. They're calling him the captain, the hero. Oh, so man, the captain is the man. Like uh, the part, and we're gonna be skipping around, y'all. And of course, I'm sure if you didn't notice, we're spoiling the fuck out of everything. Yes, but of course. um, I like the part with the with the with the cop. And uh, after they saved him and shit, boom, boom, ran up. And they was like, oh, what's wrong? Oh, he's a cop? She just started beating the shit out of him. And then my man Robot yes. man came up and was like, hey, what's going on? He's a cop. The worst fleshy ones of all. They just started stop- Yes, I love that. I love it because it's like they, they finally get to do, they beat the, the monster and everything. And then they realize the dude's a cop. And they're like, oh, 
fuck that. Why do they even waste their time? And then they just start doing their own little street justice on them. It's incredible. Start beating the shit out of them. And it's like, dog, I love, I love every character in that mug. It's so it's like, it could low key be in all intended purposes. If I guess if it would have sold, it could have been like the new type guardians type misfit crew type thing. Because it's like, and even with the movie, how I would do it if we did it, one of them got to die at least. And I believe even, even if you don't do that, boom, boom, you straight can connect her to the X-Men. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that 100%. Because she said her name was Tabitha at first. And I was like, yeah. yo, Tabitha S- Smith, right? I was like, yo, that sounds like Boom Boom. And then she finally said she was Boom. I was like, oh, shit, it is Boom Boom. It's just, it's just if you think about it, just that one person with her, you could set up X-Force. Mm-hmm. You could set up X-Men. And it's like, dog, she, so, she would so be like, if we wanted like a millennial superhero. That's boom boom. That's the part where she couldn't even spell her first name right. She was like, "I spelled my name. No, you didn't. You wrote. You spelled it wrong. Yes, I did. T A B Y." And then she goes, oh, "Okay." See? No, that she she doesn't think it was wrong. She's like, "See, I spelled it right. You're wrong." When she says she hates cops, I hate them because they're always beating me up and stopping me for stealing things. You know, <laughs> like shoplifting is illegal or something. Yeah, <laughs> like shoplifting. Like, yeah, why are you gonna be bothering me like that? <laughs> Then uh, let me think. We said Monica. We said the Captain. Uh, we said Boom Boom. Uh, we got Robot Man. Yeah, Machine Man. Just, I'm sorry, Machine Man. My bad, Machine oh, yeah. Man. He would be so ill because it's like if you have he he is so just dry and just so funny. He's just like yeah, deaf to all fleshy people. I all know, right here except these guys. He's like, I need beer, and they're like, you're a robot. He's like, I need beer just because. <laughs> yeah. He's like the Marvel Bender without yeah. just almost. Yes. Yeah, we could just get uh, John DiMaggio to do his voice. That'd probably oh my be hilarious. God, I think I, that, that would be all kinds of hilarious. But he would have to do it with a straight, serious voice. Like, dog, he, he he's like the best person. And then like with him, you could just have him after you get done with the whole Next Wave series. Because you could do like maybe Squeeze with this part. This is the series we read, arc we read. You could maybe get the most three movies out of it. Yeah. Maybe. Easily. And then... And then with that, you could just have him just be in other stuff, just like in the background or just popping up saying stuff. Right. And I think I think the original Guardians of the Galaxy, now that I've read Next Wave and I didn't know anything about Guardians of the Galaxy before. And I know that the original Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't the characters we saw on the screen. I wouldn't be surprised if James Gunn took some of his cues from Next Wave because the goofiness and the the randomness that happens in Guardians in the of course the comedy. I really think that might be next wave influence, man. It's gotta just just the heroes with lack of morality. Yes. That, that like the scene when the uh, did, uh did you read the part when uh they fight they was fighting the uh the like the rock monsters from hell and my yeah. man the captain found that dude and he beat the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, that's the part I I just read that today that he was, he um he got to uh Rakana, whatever his name was, because yeah. I thought he was Mamu at yeah. first, because I knew the mindless ones from him. But apparently, he's a, a friend of his, and he had one of the funniest lines in the whole book because he's like, because like uh, the uh, the hate the hate agent comes yeah. to him, is like, oh, we want to buy the mindless ones. He's like, I never would do it, and then he's like, unless you know Suicide Girls or whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, I got a hundred dollars. He's like, I have a hundred American Earth dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just all if like you could get the time like again James Gunn I would hate to say he would have to do it side note nigga came back to Guardians I knew they was gonna do it because you can't do Guardians at all without James Gunn I don't know then he's doing that and Suicide Squad so I know man that, that's crazy 
he's going to do Suicide Squad uh, two, and then he's going to um, come back and and get back on Guardians three. So I'm I'm really I'm really happy that that's kind of have a happy ending for us, you know, because the idea of uh, not getting to see what happens next with Guardians uh, was really a bummer if, um, when I got to thinking it, about it. It wasn't so, really even just it's just it's not very often that you see any like a project done by someone who you can tell this nigga likes this shit, right? That the goal is it like he's not he's not oh, I'm getting paid to do a movie. The goal the payoff for him is I'm getting paid to direct something I love. You know, and just that whole first even though the second Guardians wasn't the best shit, and I think he probably could have did different if he didn't have to set up for Infinity War. But right, and the only reason why it wasn't good, it wasn't good compared to the first one. I I actually really enjoy Guardians too. I, I, I thought, yeah, I mean, I didn't hate it by no means. It's definitely a step down, like you said, um, but. You can definitely see where he had to go along a certain path to keep the overall arc of um, ultimately Infinity War going throughout the film. Um, but he he's a, like you said the only person who needs to be directing these films. It's yeah, because it's like just just like even that's the thing with Next Wave, and that's the thing like I think that's awesome about X Men. It's different kinds of families, and it's like with Next Wave, it's like the family you got. I don't, I can't stand your ass but I still fucks with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. of them, like they say whatever, but all of them is like, I got your back. And then it's even more funnier when they go into their backstories. And then it's like, my man was like, uh, he they had to fight the koalas. And he was like, dog, what, what are you tripping? I hate bears. Why? I don't want to talk about it. Then they go into his past and he, he was like, mom, what happened? Some special bear. Special bears gone. Is it coming back? <laughs> that was awful, man. That was awful. Or oh, even with old girl, oh, what's her name? Emma Bloodstone. He was like, yeah, if I captured this monster 5,000 years ago and kept it in this pit, so if you're my child, you should be able to kill it. Sent his newborn baby out there with a smoke. I know. Go kill and it. And she handled it. That was the crazy part. <laughs> she handled it. But it was just dope how all of it was just messed up. Yeah. Side note, I think if I had to pitch, I would say Dean Ambrose for the captain because it wouldn't be that much acting. And <laughs> he's not going to be doing shit anytime soon anyway. Um, I, I do like your pick. Um, my pick for the captain. I don't know what he's doing, but yeah, did you ever see the movie Shoot Him Up? I don't think I have. No, okay. my bad. I have not. No, it's all good. Um, Clive Owen. I think he he was in um Sin City too. I think he would okay. be a good captain shit because he ended up playing um Ooh. the main char- uh, character in like one of the stories of Sin City. But in Shoot Him Up, he was literally it was over oh, the top. Yeah, I, oh yeah, I can see him. You got. You got me. Yeah, yeah I could sell right, playing. Right, that's who he was playing in Sin City. Yeah, yeah, I, think, I can see I think that. Would be I can great. see that. Um, I haven't seen him in anything lately, but if he's still around and wants to, wants some money thrown at him, I will definitely let him play Captain Shit. If I had to pick somebody for uh, Bloodstone in the perfect world, Uma Thurman. Ooh, oh, so you? I like that. You switched and on she's me. Tall enough. You switched it on me because earlier you said somebody else. I was thinking, yeah, I, and then I you thinking, said it. I was yeah. like, that's not computing. Yeah, I was thinking about, I just thought about it earlier and I was thinking of like the body type and I was like, somebody who could play a badass and still be pretty. I'm like, dog, she could so pull that off. You know who I would like, even though I feel like she's really short, but Ooh. it could still work? Ela Fisher. Mm. I could see that. Because I just I just watched Wedding Crashers again last week and she's just all over the place in that performance. Seeing her play a badass like like Elsa was I think it would be so fucking cool, man. That that would be cool. Cause like that right there with her role and her whole thing, man, 
it's just if they wanted to, the potential for spinoffs mm-hmm. on damn near at least three of them is guaranteed. Now, you really ain't going to do nothing too much with the captain. That's cool. Uh, but you at least got something, especially with Boom Boom. Dog, you could just have her be like the female Deadpool and just be wandering into other people's shit, doing stuff, and just be pop, being out. Oh, 100%. And then, then my main thing, my whole thing is like, dog, oh, my man, uh, my man who's the uh, the head of the, uh, of hate, oh. which is, y'all don't know if you haven't read it, which I think is really dope. It's like a hacky, yeah. <laughs> poor man's shield. A bad shield at that. It's a horrible shield, which is another thing. I What's could, my man's name? Because he has a hilarious name. I got to see. Let me, um, let me look. I'm going I'm to pull up. That. I got it right here okay, in front of man. me. Dirk Ang, Dirk yeah, Ang, Dirk Ang, that's his name. <laughs> Dirk Ang, it, like his whole thing, like his whole, he reminds me of like, uh, what's my man's name? Like the, uh, what was the teacher from uh, uh, Daria? Uh, uh, <laughs> oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you mean. Yes, I'm not. The name's not gonna He's come like to me. Second yeah. away from snapping all the time. <laughs> yes. Looks like a vein is going to blow. Yo, I mean, the episode, the issue I read earlier today, he literally was about to hang himself. Yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> and, then, and then he actually did it anyway. And then, like, there's two people outside his door. They're like, what's going on in there? And they're like, oh, that's what happens when he gets on those illegal websites. <laughs> it's so dope. Like, the comic, like, if y'all, please, y'all need to read this shit. Like, this comic is so self-aware. And it's like, it's, it's, it's. So well written, and y'all gonna hear that a lot from me and throughout this and just the rest of these episodes. I'm all about well written stuff. Like when I when later on another episode we get into Luna Brothers, I'm gonna say it's not like with that. It's not the best art I've ever seen by no means, is it? But the writing and great writing counts for everything. Side note: check out Scott Pilgrim. Not the best art I've ever seen in my life. Best of writing, most definitely, and good writing makes everything else better. Well, I feel in my opinion. No, I I agree too, and I co-sign a Scott Pilgrim take that Scott Pilgrim's awesome, and the movie's awesome. <laughs> you gotta watch if you haven't read it. You gotta read it. You gotta read it, and then you'll appreciate the movie more. And it's like from from Scott Pilgrim. That's one thing from Scott Pilgrim and Next Wave got in, in common: their art style. Like they had a coloring book episode. They had a coloring book issue. I know issue five. Yeah, and it's just just that's, that that shit is creative. And they just so much stuff they do like that, and it's like how they it's just with the whole hate thing. It's just so stupid. They got like. How like Shield has like life model decoys. Hate has like broccoli people they grow, which is like stupid animals, mm-hmm. but stupid people, but they can only say a couple of words. Right. And it's like they hold they had Fing Fang Foom. Yeah, because Monica was freaking out. She's like, Are you killing people? And they're like, um, they're not really alive. And she's like, Are you sure? And she's like, they're as live as a, as a vegetable. And she's like, All yeah, right, kill, them, kill all. them all. And I love just like, and it would be just so dope. Another thing that I think would be dope about it if they do it. The flashbacks of Monica lying, which is about the oh, Avengers. Just, and then with that, you could put her in the movies, just in those short scenes. And she could be like, Yeah, because someone yes. said this and that happened and blah, blah, blah. And then you'll see her in Civil War, like hiding behind something, like, Get the girl the hell out of here, some shit like that. Cause she, she was like, you know, Captain oh, America was like, come to me and hide behind my, hide behind my leg and stuff like that. How about Cap basking her making a sandwich, man? That was a high yeah, point. He said, get back and make me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> that's the meanest thing Captain America's ever done in his life. He was like, we got it from here, Monica. Get back to Avengers Mansion and make me a sandwich. Make me a sandwich. And then I think the next caption was Monica Rambo lies a lot. <laughs> Back when I was in Avengers and so and so, when I was in Avengers, and that junk could be dope. And at the end of the last movie, 
you could have Captain Marvel pop up mm-hmm. and be like, man, what the hell? Because like I, I see it for me at the end of all this, since we with the movie, just have Shield shutting it down. Have Shield shutting it down, probably taking some of them away. And at the end, when they're at the post credit scene, they could have her be interviewed, slide a notebook across, look up, it'd be Captain Marvel, bam. And those who would know would know what was up. Mm, I side like note, it. Side note, I think they should get old girl, maybe. And it's just me. I'm not saying it's just no. Old girl in Starfire could probably play Monica. Because Shoki, she's nice. I just didn't like her too much as Starfire. Mm. Unless you can just think of somebody better. Yeah. Uh, play Monica. Uh, I, I like the actress that played Monica. Um, or another, the, obviously Monica was a kid. I like the actress who played Maria in Captain Marvel. Um, I don't know if I would keep her though. If I had to pick somebody off the top of the dome to play somebody like this, you know who would be really good, even though I feel like she might be slightly Ooh. too old, even though Black don't crack? Taraji. The only reason why I would say no is because the most of the mm-hmm. people, and I see, I know why you're saying it. You're saying that off talent, not just because she's the it girl right now, which I truly co-sign. But everybody else, yeah. they like, I would want her to be like, only reason why, because she would have that straight sass. And they'd be like, she could pull that junk off. And like, she, you, you can get her to play a younger chick, shoot old girl who plays Suri. She ain't that young. All you got to do is give him a ponytail and braids. Uh, I mean, you ain't lying. You ain't lying. But then um, you do that, then they're going to have Terrence Howard in there somewhere. <laughs> Oh god! Like it's hard out here for a pen and have Captain shit punch him or something, or he get beat up by by DJ. That, that's what happens. You know? Hustle and flow too. Have have DJ giving Captain shit his demo tape this time, and then Captain shit flush it, and then he beat the shit out of Captain shit. You could just do the whole ending of Hustle and Flow over again with Captain shit. That would be hilarious. That 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 would just be oh man, I'm, I, and that would be like the thing if they did this movie. It would have to be in the sense that you could not take it seriously. No, like when any time when you got broccoli robots, you cannot. And it's like with that, they would have to steer full on into the hilarity of it. Mm-hmm. You can't like with the whole thing, fan form. I don't have he has pants, but he has no genitals. I'd be pissed off if I was him. I'm gonna put you in my pants. <laughs> yeah, just that, and just like just. All that stuff, it would be keep it like real life, but mm-hmm. then, like I said, just steer into the crazy shit, you know. And and it's like um, like I said, with the Fing Fang Fumo with the uh, with, with the uh, monsters. Then it's like, oh, who is that? I forgot the flashback. I meant to say that shit earlier, but uh, boom, boom, when my man's uh, cable was like behind me now because oh, he's yeah. <laughs> yeah, that cable that was hilarious too because it was like cable, and then when there was a scene with the X Men or Charles Xavier or something too. Um, uh, but yeah, Cable definitely was like, like, get out of the way. Let me fight this battle and stuff. I think how he said it, he said it way more funnier. Yeah, but what was I about to say? Um, you know what? I say it to y'all after this break. Getting kind of good at that. One second. That concludes part one of the first episode of a podcast called Fresh. We hope you had a nice listen. Please stay tuned for more. Yo, what up, though? It's your boy, Miles. I'm a dead prower. Now, if there's anything I have to promote to you other than myself, I'm going to tell you, it's the podcast Talk Black to me. It's great. People who host it, talk to them. No, real good people. Real people. Nothing fake. It's pro-black. And if anybody know anything about me, if I'm anything, it's pro-black. 
you get your mind correct, check out Talk Black to me. And if you don't, you're probably a Trump supporter. <laughs> Be a check it out on Anchor, iTunes, anywhere else you can find awesome podcasts. And I wouldn't lie, because my name is Miles Amadeus Prower, and they're check cleared. Peace.